Previously on Monogamy. You know what this is, don't you, my friend? This is an epidermis. You mean epidemic, don't you, man? I prefer the Latin term, Jim. It's more professional. What exactly are we dealing with here, Samantha? I don't know. Nobody does. Some of the townspeople have just taken to calling it the spillage. I'm not wearing a suit. Get away from me. Don't be silly. I've seen a naked man before. Oh, my God! You know, I think this war with Easter Island is messing up a lot of folks. People's nerves are shot. Everyone's in a malaise. Well, I guess that would make us Malaysian then, huh? Wait a minute! Maybe that Tweedle guy jumps around in time. He's always been in that movie, and he's always been trying to destroy the planet Earth. My kind of town monogamy is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another scintillating episode of Monogamy. I just wanted to say a big thank you for being with us all the way so far, right up to this, our sixth episode. We here in Monogamy realize how difficult it can be to find the time in this go-go world of ours to actually sit down and... Oh, well, hold on a minute. Oh, there's my cell phone. Gotta go. Anyway, enjoy. Take it, Rock. Okay, so what's been going on while I was away? Let's see. Well, it doesn't really matter. You know more than I do. If you've been paying attention. Anyhow, right now Matt Cutter, MD, has arrived at Hospital Administrator Jim Hargrove's office. He thinks he knows who's been spreading the dreaded spillage disease around and is ready to confront Jim with the news and find out about Mr. Tweedle. Jim? Mm. Is that you? Mm. What? what are you doing here in the dark? Oh, Matt, yes. <laughs> well, you know as well as I do, the hospital is trying to conserve energy in order to maintain current operating costs. Mm-hmm. Why, if everyone on our staff turned off their lights at night for about three minutes, it could make a huge difference. You were whacking off, weren't you? Of course I was. No, what do you want? I'm looking for that fellow who was in your office earlier today, the one with the gigantic head shaped like a mushroom. Well, you'd think I'd remember someone like that, wouldn't you? But you see, Matt, so many people with gigantic heads pass through my office every day. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm late for a board meeting. I'll see you later. You can wait here in my office if you want to. Jim sure is acting strange. Say... Maybe Mushroomhead's information is on Jim's computer. Now, what was his password again? Bingo. Yeah, that's it. Bingo. Not a very strong password. I'm in. Well, well, well. Mushroomhead is really Mr. Tweedle, who is currently residing at the Hotel Motel Inn. Oh, my God. Look at this. They have a water slide. And an open-faced turkey sandwich for only $4.95. I'd better get over there right away. Oh! Uh-oh. Looks like Cutter has somehow knocked himself out on the lamp hanging over Jim Hargrove's desk. Bad break there. But meanwhile, on the set of the famous children's show Captain Gash and His Rough Riders, super spy Dan Standish is talking to the star of the show himself, Captain Gash. All right, now let me get this straight, Mr. Standish. You want to recruit 3,000 children under the age of 12 into the Army. Yeah, that's the goal. And you want to use me, Captain Gash, of the Captain Gash and his Rough Rider show, trademark patent pending, to do it. Well, it uh, seems like a natural fit. The kids love you. Besides, you're kind of a military figure, aren't you? I mean, you wear a buffalo coat, a cavalry hat, and you carry a sword. 
Well, I don't know. Enlisting children? What'll the parents say? Hey, uh, we just want the kids to kill, not have sex with each other. Besides, they won't get hurt. It's Easter Island, for Christ's sake. They might even learn some geography. Hmm, yeah, educational angle, huh? Our show could use some of that stuff, you know, the balance off all the scalpins and such. Yeah, excuse me a minute. Here comes the floor director. Oh, we're ready to shoot, Captain. Places, please. Where's our extra Brad? Right here, sir. Okay, Brad, you know the scene. You're kneeling in the sand as Captain Gash stands behind you with the gun. Yeah, but in the script, it doesn't say what happens next. Just go with it. Places, everyone. Are you nervous, son? A little, I guess, Captain Cash. Well, don't be. Just let the scene unfold naturally. Just say your line, and I'll take care of everything else, okay? Okay. Thanks, Captain. All right, everybody. Roll camera and action. But, Captain Gash, it makes me sad that we shoot everybody we meet. Well, of course it hurts to kill, Rough Rider Brad. But you know what hurts even worse? Being killed. You see, boys and girls, it isn't easy being a rough rider. You gotta learn to follow orders and to sacrifice yourself for the team. There's no I in rough rider, you know. Now, I think we've all learned a good lesson today. Uh, I know rough rider Brad has. Hey, what do you say we kick back and watch a Putsy the Big Boy cartoon? Yee-haw! He's Putsy the Big Boy. He's number one. And that's a cut. Great job, Captain. Somebody get him off in a body bag, will you? Great scene, Captain Gash. Looked like you really shot Brad in the head there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, magic of television, right? Look, can we talk about something else? Yeah, of course. Well, uh, have you given any thought to what I proposed? Well, look, Standish, I'm happy to do what I can for the war effort, but I ain't gonna do it myself for that kind of money. I don't wipe my ass for less than triple scale. I'll tell you what I will do, though. I'll have the boys up in animation do a special Putsy the Pig Boy cartoon for you. The kids love him almost as much as they do me. Really? Oh, sure. He'll have them screaming to their parents to waste a few of them rockheads. Well, I gotta go. This buffalo coat's driving me nuts. Uh, thanks, Captain Gash. Thanks a lot. Later, back at the recruitment gymnasium, Major Pontiac and Sergeant Ford, the recruiting officers, are killing time eating chips and listening to some hip-hop tunes on their CD player. If it was me, I'd be drinking scotch. What the hell? I'm the narrator. I call the shots, as it were. The Major and Sergeant are also drinking scotch. <laughs> there. Hey, look. There's Ella Toad. Making good on her promise to sign up. Hi, is this the place to enlist? Just a minute. Now, uh, did I hear that right? You want to enlist? Uh, Major, mm? wake up. Huh? Huh? That's right. My father said I should show how much I love this country and defend freedom. Oh, yeah? Was your father in the army? The Kiss Army. The what? It's an obscure 70s reference, sir. He still has the armband. So you want to join the Canadian Armed Forces? Yes, I want to join up and do my part to stop the Easter Island marauders. Those democracy-hating terrorists who kill babies with their murdering stares. All right, but you know there are many other reasons to join the army. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, well, what other reasons are there other than defending democracy? Well, uh, there's the, um... 
Why, there are the skills that you learn which come in very handy after you return to civilian life. Like what? Well, the ability to kill a man, for instance. That's very useful when you, um... Sergeant? <clears throat> uh, you know, when you have children. You know, when you have to threaten them to make them go to bed. And they know that they have to because, um... Because uh, you could kill them. Yeah. Because you learned how to do it in the army. Uh -huh. That's right. Plenty of advantages to joining the armed forces. Okay, well, where do I sign? Oh, well, you can't just join up like that. We have to put you through a series of vigorous tests to determine if you're army material. Yeah, you know, strong enough mentally and physically to handle the rigors of war. Okay, shoot. Shoot, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, uh, before we get you to fill out these useless forms, we'll have to um, see you with your clothes off. Why? Oh, well, to make sure that you don't have any physical abnormalities that may hinder your ability to serve your country. You want me to take my clothes off here in the school gym? Well, think of it as a volleyball tryout. No, okay. I want to do my part. That's right. Before you totally remove your clothes, hang on a second. I just have to turn up the music. Slower. Slower. Okay. And now, it's time for a Putsy the Pig Boy cartoon! Hi, boys and girls! I hope you all ate your vegetables today! Hey, look who just came in! It's my best friend in the whole world, Bob Bunny! The six-foot-tall talking rabbit! Did you eat your vegetables today, Bob? I sure did, Putsy! That's good, kids! Because Ralph the gardener didn't eat his vegetables, and he turned into... Uh, what was it again, Bob? He turned into an Easter Islander, Patsy. Oh, what's that? Well, they've got big heads, they're scary and mean, and they hurt everybody. And you say Ralph the Gardener turned into one? That's right. Hey, here he comes now. Oh, no. Oh, look at his huge head. Look, he's got Fluffy, the defenseless farm kitten. Run, Patsy, run. No way, Bob. I'm a Canadian big boy, and Canadians never cut and run. We stay the course and leave nobody behind, especially Fluffy the farm kitten. You put her down, Ralph. No way, Putsy. On Easter Island, we eat kittens every day, and we love it. And I'm going to eat this one right now. We'll just see about that. Two can play at that game, Ralph. I'll just eat you, you bastard. Putsy, no. Oh, oh, my leg. Oh, oh, fuck. Help me, somebody. Fuck, get him off of me. It's really eating me. No. 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 Good job, Putsy. This next scene really makes my blood boil. Well, maybe it was that General Chow's chicken I ate in Chinatown. Either way, when I see evil, I just want to punch it. Speaking of evil, look who's seated around a large oval boardroom table at the Neckwear Tie Factory. Mayor Dick Wiener, Jim Hargrove's hospital administrator, a soccer hooligan, Adolf Hitler, Conrad Black, Frank Sinatra, 
and the Pope. That's evil times a million right there. Well, maybe evil times seven. Mummy might be closer. Anyway, let's listen in as the board members are having a heated debate. Shut up, Sinatra. I'm talking now. You're just not getting the job done, Hargos, baby. You can't even throw an ashtray at me correctly. Quiet, skinbag. I'm the only reason you're even alive right now. You may have been chairman of the board in Vegas, but I'm chairman here. Now shut up, or I'll turn off your oxygen. I'm just saying. Or I should smash his face in, Jim. Yes, smash it in. Smash it right in. Smash his face. Settle down, your holiness, or I'll smash your face in. Gentlemen, gentlemen, can't we all be reasonable? I mean, really, for all Aryans here, right? Well, uh, at least honorary Aryans. Waiter. Enough, Wiener. You don't have to dance right now. I just want to know why we haven't got more sick people coming into the spillage ward. The Tie Factory Project. Adam Solomon Hezbollah! Adam Solomon Hezbollah! Adam Solomon Hezbollah! Eternal Yes, the project needs more funding. And the only way I can funnel cash from the hospital is if we have more damn patients. Uh, well, sir, the, the main problem is your uh, chief surgeon, uh, Matt Cutter, M.D. He's, uh, he's been a, doing a pretty good job of getting people to protect themselves. Matt's been doing that? That doesn't sound like him. Uh, apparently, he thinks he'll get sick if he doesn't put an end to it. That sounds more like Cutter. Should I rip his guts out? Yes, yes, rip his guts out, rip them all out! It's always about ripping and smashing with you, isn't it, Poppy? I have an idea. The chair recognizes Conrad Black. Well, if there's one thing I know about, it's taking advantage of large groups of people. Excuse me? Okay, Your Holiness, you're pretty good at it too, but look, if you really want to make all of these people sick, you have to concentrate your potential assets. Get all of them in one place where you can make them all sick at once. Hmm. You might be onto something there, Blackie. I know. We could have a rally. That would be fun. Just like the old days. Some torches, lots of flags. No, Adolf, we need something more modern. I've got it. A benefit concert. How are you talking, baby? We'll put on a concert at the Monogamy Mega Show Bowl. But, but will anyone come? Won't they be afraid of the disease? If they don't come, shoot them! Shoot them in the head! <laughs> oh, they'll come. They'll have to. It'll be a benefit concert for the disease itself. It's a very disease that will kill them all. I love it. Heil me. You'll have to get some uh, top-notch acts. Right. Wiener, what's the name of that fat pig-faced producer who was always trying to get on the board? Uh, Garth Drabinsky? No, no, the other one. The one who smokes a drumstick. Parker? Yeah, that's the guy. See if he can get something organized for next week. Tell him if he does a good job, we'll reconsider him for membership. Right away, sir. Gentlemen, here's to glorious victory. Everybody got their glasses of human blood? Hmm? <laughs> Who needs a refill? I do, I do. <laughs> Give me some more. Stop it. Well, it looks like Rock Hard was right. There is evil afoot. Horrible, black, pus-laden evil. Who can stop the board of directors from their deadly scheme? And what is this ominous tie factory project that they're planning? Pitiful monogamites, who will save you now? Be with us next time, won't you? For... 
Monogamy. 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 Monogamy.